0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe.
0: Hello, and welcome to the Tracy Sandler Show, brought to you by FIVO. I am your host, Tracy Sandler, and I am very excited to be joined today by the fantastic and incomparable host of the Arash Markazi Show, Arash Markaji, welcome to the Tracy Sandler Show. I'm so happy to have you. Lots of exciting things going going on in L.A. this weekend, and there's no one who knows L.A. sports quite like you do.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much, uh, Tracy. This is a a thrill. I know we've uh, hung out before, but listen, this is a big highlight for me to be on the uh, Tracy Sandler Show. So thank you so much for having me.
0: Absolutely. So we are going into All-Star Weekend. It's so funny because it feels like here in L.A., We're already in All-Star Weekend. I actually went to an event last night at Dodger Stadium for women in sports, women in baseball, and we're ready to go. Meanwhile, the players still have games this weekend (laughs) before the All-Star break. But we in LA kind of feel like the festivities have started. We're getting going. All Star Game was supposed to be at Dodger Stadium in 2020. You guys may remember there was a pandemic so that <laughs> did not happen. In case anyone forgot, yeah. or I don't know how you would have missed it, but if you did, there was a pandemic. I it was already committed for 2021, so 2022 finally in LA and pretty cool because LA had the Super Bowl. Now LA has the All Star Game. Arash, kind of what is the buzz going on in the city right now?
1: I think everyone is really pumped about it, and they've really done a good job, because as you know, Tracy, Los Angeles is big, so when you have it here, it can be hard to kind of figure out where to have these events. They're going to have events into downtown. They're going to have events up in the Hollywood Hills, in Santa Monica, right by the pier. So I love what they've done. They've really kind of, you know, know, uh, said, hey, this is not just about the game. This is not just about the home run derby. You know, come do yoga by the pier, by the beach in Santa Monica, come to a party up in the um, Hollywood Hills. So, this has a really big event vibe. And I, and I think it usually does, but with this event, again, and you touched on it being two years in the making, they've really kind of took this time to figure out, okay, like, 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 let's really blow this out. Let's, let's have the best celebrities show up. Let's have a really big home run Derby. Let's have a really fun event uh, Tuesday. So um, yeah, I mean, I, I love that they've done this because again, you could just have the game and that that could be that, but the red carpet in downtown, the drafts in downtown. And by the way, I know the major league baseball draft is not that big of a deal because generally you're drafting kids in high school or you're drafting kids in college and people don't know who, who they are. This draft stage that they've made like in downtown looks like a really big deal. Totally free, by the way. So if you cannot find your way to the game or the home run derby, go out to the, the uh, draft. That is totally free. So yeah, it's, it's, I, think, I, I think people here um, in Los Angeles are pumped up. Again, finally, two years in the making, it is finally here.
0: So I want to talk about some of the events and get into the details for the weekend. But first, I have to bring up that our old friend Corey Seeger is going to be back at Dodger Stadium Monday. He ended up being selected for the home run jersey as a replacement. It's going to be so weird to see him in a Rangers uniform in Dodger Stadium. It's already weird to see him in a Rangers uniform. But and last night at the at the event, there's like his picture outside the stadium. It's just kind of. It's it's you know, it makes me a little emotional because I did love me some Corey Seager, but he's going to be back at Dodger Stadium. It's, it is going to be kind of weird, though. And there are no Dodgers participating in the home run dirty, derby. So I kind of feel like he's he's who we're rooting for. Well, and Albert Pujols.
1: Yeah, but listen, I mean, I, I think they try to get it, it, a Dodger in the game. They asked Mookie Betts. He didn't want to do it. I think Will Smith 100% would have done it. He got snubbed. I I think he basically said, if I'm not going to be in the game, I'm not going to be a part of the uh, home run derby. Corey Seager, though, I I feel, uh, you know, listen, he went to Texas, but Tracy, I feel, and I don't know why I feel this way, maybe because I, I spent two weeks there, I really feel, feel that Globe Life Field, or Globe Life Park, I forgot what they call it, is our home away from home, that's where the, the Dodgers were, that's one that—that's where they won the World Series, Corey Seager uh, had an amazing performance obviously, so listen, it's weird to see him in the Texas uniform, I wish that was not the case, at the end of the day though, he's on home run guy. I mean, if you have to root for someone, Tio Alberto is up there as well, but listen, I'm glad Corey Seeger is there.
0: It's so funny that you say that about glove life field. Cause I kind of feel like that too. And I think it is because exactly what you said, that's where they won the world series in 2020. And actually that's where they were for the majority yeah. of the play once they went into the bubble. So it did feel like that. And, and I was there for games one and two, and it is funny. It has that feel. And I spent a little time in Dallas Last year, my brother and his family moved there. And so I went to a bunch of games at Globe Life and there was this odd feeling of this home away from home. And I wore my Joe Kelly, nice swing, bitch t-shirt and people (laughs) loved it. And it's so funny that you say that because I do kind of feel the same way and that, and therefore it felt fitting a little bit when he went to the Rangers. Like if he had to go somewhere else, at least he's now playing. In the place where he had such an incredible NLCS, such an incredible World Series, MVP of both. And now coming back to Dodger State, it feels very full circle. So I do love Albert Pujols, but I'm rooting, I'm all in on Corey. Yeah. I just have
1: 100%. Again, that will always feel like a home away from home situation. I know for the press who covered it, we'll never hopefully have that again, but there was no travel involved. You basically checked into your hotel, the Division Series against the Padres, the League Series against the Braves, and then the World Series against Tampa Bay. And again, to your point, it wasn't just that fans traveled to Texas for the postseason. The number of people from California because of tax or because of whatnot have moved to Texas. It was a Dodgers home game again that that, that's not like that 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 happens generally when the Dodgers travel but in Texas in particular it really felt like home and so um I have not been there since that they've since they've won the World Series but I know if I went back there it would take me right back to October 2020 again the beginning of the pandemic but because we were in Texas it didn't feel that that way.
0: No, it did. It was funny, though. I do remember when I went to Dallas, I was pretty surprised because, oh, you had to wear a mask indoors. They were pretty diligent about it. Uh, But no, it did feel very different, you know, than it felt here in Los Angeles. But it's interesting. That was I always remember they they played like you said, there was no travel. So it was like once they started, they started. They played every day and hopefully we'll never be there again. But I think they made the best of that situation. So now that the Corey Seager love fest is over (laughs) for now, but we could always bring it back though. Friday is Cody corner, not Corey corner, Corner, but still the Corey corner is actually harder to say, Uh, but let's get back to the all-star game. Okay. So tomorrow we have the all-star futures and celebrity softball game. What celebs are we going to see there? What has Hollywood done to bring out the stars?
1: So Bad Bunny is the biggest name here, and I'm so glad that they brought him in because I think he is a fan favorite. He will bring people to the ballpark. I do think, and listen, I don't want to knock Major League Baseball. I think, again, I I just said how great that they've done. I'm kind of trying to figure out where I'm going to be because the Dodgers are playing at the same time the Celebrity and Future game is happening. So... um, still like while we're talking, I don't know where I'm going to be, but bad bunny taking the field. I think that'll be good. That'll be fun. But having a celebrity softball game here and what I think will happen, Tracy, I think a lot of the big names will be surprise names because you know, they, they don't want to commit, but I promise you right. And right. it, It could take us right up until they, uh, Play that game. You're going to hear some big names. I mean, how can you not? I mean, if someone were to call me, and again, I'm not a celebrity, but if you were to say, "Hey, you could take the field at Dodger Stadium," you have to say yes.
0: I mean, you're a celebrity to me.
1: Whenever <laughs> I see you, I feel like I'm seeing
0: some big celebrity. So, yeah. so I disagree. Well, if they ask you to play, I think that you know oh, where you'll. Of course, be. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> then you won't be uh, in Anaheim. Yeah, the Dodgers playing the Angels to see this weekend. It's so funny because in my head, and granted. Pretty big baseball fan, huge Dodgers fan, as, as everybody knows. And I feel like I know the sport inside and, ha- and out. In my head, I don't know why I thought this. I thought they got like the whole weekend off. I was thinking, I was thinking like a bye week, essentially. I'm, this is the, the NFL reporter in me. I was fully thinking like a bye week. And I was like, oh yeah, the last game's Thursday. The guys who aren't playing get a few days off. And then I looked at the schedule and I was like, wow, did I get confused? So, I don't know where, I think it's the NFL reporter in me who is like, oh, they're bye week. How nice. two oh, right? days off But they are fully playing in in the middle of the celebrity softball game. They got, like you said, the draft on Sunday, which sounds like they're making quite an event out of, which will be interesting to see how that kind of plays out. It is so different with baseball, obviously. NFL, I mean, no one's ever going to, you know, match the NFL draft, but the yeah. NBA draft has become a pretty big deal. So it, it'll be interesting to see what it's like on Sunday. And I think that'll be a lot of fun, of course, for the guys getting drafted. It'll be just absolutely epic so what are some things that the dodgers have done for dodger stadium especially they they made some improvements to the stadium in preparation for the 2020 all-star game but kind of what have they done in these last or in this last year to kind of upgrade even more and and out of
1: yeah. So it, it was kind of interesting. You know, I, I think back to March 2020, you know, right before the pandemic, I'm getting a tour of all the improvements to, um, at the Dodger Stadium. And then and this is for the team. But really, uh, uh, you know, they were saying, you know, going right before this big game, what they've done the outfield they've connected it you know when we were growing up when we were kids the the outfield was kind of like you almost had to like leave the stadium then go to the outfield now it's connected um the the food and drink options there are are fantastic they've done such a good job of also saying you know if they're playing chicago they'll have like chicago dogs and things Mm -hmm. like that so you know it's it's really connected now it's very convenient to walk around the ballpark i mean the one big thing that is not going to change but just because you can't really do it is the traffic to and from the game but at least when you walk into the ballpark you're now connected if you're in the outfield which again those tickets tracy for the home run derby are crazy because obviously that's where the balls are going so uh you know i mean it's one of the most expensive tickets in derby history but that's the biggest change for me is that if you're in the outfield there's bars there there's concessions there it's not like you're in some other park which again for a long long time it felt that way um Mm -hmm. but they've also done an amazing job you know if you're sitting in a suite or in a club seat or something like that the ballpark still looks like it did when they first opened the doors but mm-hmm. like inside in terms of the seats and the concessions and things like that, it is really new. And the clubhouse, by the way, I, and I know the fans can't see that, but like it, it, it finally feels like a new park.
0: That's awesome. And you mentioned kind of going the outfield that Centerfield Plaza has a Shake Shack. Exactly. It's not so bad. They have a speakeasy, which personally, I love a speakeasy. I, I still have not been to the speakeasy, so I definitely have to check that out. So they really did do a lot of things over there to make it just really cool. There's a great little outdoor bar. So if you guys are at the All-Star Game, if you're at a Dodger game, you guys should check it out because it's really cool. And I used to feel like the Centerfield Plaza was so far away. Yeah. And it's, it took me about 37 seconds to walk there. So <laughs> it's really it's really not far in our season seats, So... I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but our season tickets, my grandparents bought when the stadium opened in 1962 and they've been our tickets ever since. And so we're in Loge and it couldn't be easier to to walk on over there. So highly recommend everybody check it out. So before we get into the game and and some of the exciting players to watch, you mentioned a party in the Hollywood Hills. We talked Super Bowl at the beginning. Super Bowl parties are a thing. That is like a big thing starting from like, Tuesday or Wednesday. I don't know about you, but by the time the game starts, (laughs) I'm like, I'm exhausted.
1: That's right. Uh
0: but is what are kind of the main all-star parties? Is it the same? And is LA trying to give it a little bit more of that? Feel?
1: You know, so I, I think it's heightened because it is in Los Angeles and you're going to have the celebrities here. And, and again, it's kind of the perfect time of the year where, where there's no football, there's no basketball, there's no yeah. hockey. So you're going to have a lot of players come out. A, a lot of things will happen. Again, you had the party up in the Hollywood Hills. Uh, there's another party after the home run derby on Monday. I'm sure there's going to be a party after the game on tuesday the um Hespies are on wednesday people keep forgetting mm-hmm. about that and so again i think you, you, you're gonna have this you know all these celebrities here and all these players are here and again this is always a big event but and i'm not just saying this because i'm from here like when it's in los angeles when it's in hollywood it's different it's not like you don't have to struggle to get celebs out to the softball game you don't have to struggle to have a nice party in hollywood or something like that it's not like the super bowl though tracy because those are you know for sure like every year for the super bowl you're gonna have you know whether it's you know back in the day you know playboy and maxim and espn and whatnot it's not the same but i do think you're gonna have a lot of companies now say okay listen we don't normally have an all-star game party but this Mm -hmm. year we have to have one
0: well, it makes sense. I mean, we are, we are in Tinseltown, yeah. so to speak. I love calling LA Tinseltown. I don't even think anyone does it anymore, but I, I, still, like I it. think it's great. I think Tinseltown is such a fun, that's such a fun word it to say. Fun. And it makes sense. It totally fits with the vibe of the city. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including NBA Summer League, Major League Baseball, the latest fighting news and even next season's early NFL futures head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit just use our promo code believe to get the bonus and get into the action bet online where the game starts so let's talk a little bit about the game itself so you mentioned we'll talk about the Dodgers first Will Smith Kind of got snubbed Freddie Freeman. That was a big snub, yeah. That was a huge snub and somewhat shocking to me. I was really surprised by that. Let's actually talk about that for a minute. Do you have any like thoughts or indications to how that could possibly have happened?
1: I have no idea, you know, because I know a lot of attention was, you know, placed on his, um, you know, how he felt when he went back to Atlanta, but you look at the numbers this year, you know, batting 320, uh, you know, uh, like, uh, um, like the on base percentage, nearly 400, 111 hits. I mean, he's having such an amazing season, and the fans love him. The fans have absolutely embraced him from the first game to now. So I have no idea. It makes no sense to me. If I'm Major League Baseball, I always make it a priority if you can have the best player from the hometown team and Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman have been the top two players this year. Trey Turner, of course, as well. But, um, that, that made no sense to me at all.
0: Yeah, that was, that was very strange. So there, so he's not in the game. Will Smith's not in the game, but the Dodgers have Mookie Betts. They have, as you said, Trey Turner, who obviously is having an incredible season and I hope we see one incredible slide in that game. Tony Gonsolin, who also having an absolutely amazing season. Yeah. The Catman himself just <laughs> being the ace of this pitching staff is as we all predicted at the beginning of the season, it was going to be Tony <laughs> and Tyler Anderson that kept these guys together, but really having one heck of a season, Clayton Kershaw, of course, also, despite the injury, having a great season, he should absolutely be playing in the all-star game at Dodger stadium. in what most likely is his final season And he's had such an storied career and a storied career there. So I think those are players that will be a lot of fun for the hometown crowd. And Mookie Betts does have just kind of everybody loves Mookie Betts. He's just that guy that I think everyone in baseball just loves him. And how could you not? Because... As I like to say, Mookie Betts is perfect.
1: He really is. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, he
0: really is. Someone said to me once, like he probably isn't. I was like, I don't want to hear it. He is. The man is perfect, and I don't want to hear anything differently. But that'll be a lot of fun. So, who are some other players, though, that you're excited to see that maybe you don't get to see, you know, on an everyday basis? Well,
1: Shohei, I think, has to start. I mean, I I just love once again and again. If um, I always tell my friends this, I said, even if you don't like the commute, you don't like the traffic. Make it a point at some point when Shohei Otani is pitching, tickets are not that expensive. You have to see that. I mean, imagine you had the opportunity to see Babe Ruth, but you chose not to because, like, I don't like the Angels. You don't even have to like the Angels. Go see Shohei Otani. So I hope that he starts – Tracy, what I love about this game is the moments. We don't really remember the game itself because who cares about the game, but Clayton Kershaw walking up to the mound, that's why I really believe and hope that he starts his last season, I think it is his last season, but to start up this game at Dodger Stadium, which will make it so perfect that, there, you know, again, it was supposed to be 2020, delayed to 2021, delayed to 2022. This is um, going to be a special time and you know just to kind of soak it in so Shohei starts I hope that happens but Clayton Kershaw having that moment and really making this a night to celebrate him
0: absolutely and I just think how could he not start I mean that would just be that would be crazy he has to it it would be it would be pretty amazing so I know I'm excited do you remember when the all-star game used to it'd be like who it determined who had yeah. home field advantage, the world series. And then it like really did matter. which Right. Kind of yeah. It's kind of ridiculous. Now that I think about, it, could you imagine being the team with more wins and it'd be like, well, sorry, because the AL won the all-star game. So you don't get home field advantage the world series. I mean, that would be absolutely insane. But I think of all the all-star games to me, and this may just be because I'm such a baseball fan, the pro bowl. Like, I mean, no one really knows. I don't you mean but no one really cares but i think the base i think the all-star game in baseball is the most fun it also has in my opinion and hopefully it stays this way it has the least amount of risk
1: because
0: someone could get hurt and that would be horrible even the nba all-star game this has the least amount of risk and i feel like the most amount of fun and uh i don't know it's gonna be it's going to be really cool just to, to see all these guys out here and, and in Los Angeles. It's a four o'clock start in L.A., I believe, which yep. here's a fun fact. Four o'clock starts are my favorite baseball game start times. They don't happen often, but they are my favorite baseball game all stars. You get their uh, start times. You get enough of the day, yeah. but then you're still done relatively early. It is a perfect start time. I understand why they can't happen all the time, but this really plays to my strengths
1: here no by the way it, it's perfect for everyone perfect on the west coast perfect on the um uh, east coast you know 7 p.m back east perfect for them 4 p.m perfect for us so yes I 6 totally p.m. Agree. Central.
0: the 6 p.m uh, central people really win yeah exactly they're, very
1: they're rarely right do are. they win but yes <laughs> yes they're
0: the, they're the MVPs. so i have to say when i lived in dallas for i mean lived in dallas when i spent some time in dallas for a few months i have to say that central time zone I was like this may be from a sports perspective this may actually be the perfect yeah. time zone because you would get Monday night football at seven instead of f- five's a little early on a normal Monday seven instead of eight I was like this may be the perfect start time but they were they're the real MVPs on Tuesday oh, That yeah. six o'clock start time <laughs> nine nine thirty they're like I'm great <laughs> things are good here uh so it's gonna be a lot of fun. All right, let's talk a little bit beyond the All-Star game. Let's talk a little bit about these Los Angeles Dodgers. Fridays are usually a little more Dodgers-focused, though next week, you guys, I will be previewing 49ers training camp. Still talking Dodgers, but I will be previewing a lot of 49ers training camp uh, next week and in, and beyond on the show. But these Dodgers have been interesting. They Right now, they have a nine-and-a-half game lead in the NL West, which barring a disaster, they should win comfortably yeah. so it shouldn't be like last year's grind and fight which i think really affected their entire postseason but the one thing that has been at times a concern uh, is the pitching of course well there's there's two concerns and we've talked about this on the show before but there's a little bit of the pitching concerns and then there's the pitching concerns also seem to coincide with the bats being really cold yeah. so yeah, can't seem which is problematic because you do look at this all-star lineup not that many of them are in the all-star game, but it is an all-star lineup. And when everybody gets hot or most of them are hot, almost unbeatable, but not if the pitching staff is giving up, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 runs as they go into the second half of the season. Of course, you're hoping that Walker Bueller makes a full recovery. Julio Arias has been very good. He has struggled at times that when he's off, he's very off, but for the most part has been really good. Hopefully, they're going to get Blake Trinan back in the bullpen. They, of course, lost Daniel Hudson. So they've dealt with so many injuries. For you, as somebody who covers this team, is that a concern for how far they can go into the postseason? And do you see them, of course, making a move uh, on the pitching staff? Uh, the trade deadline. You
1: know, my guess is they will make some kind of a move, but the run that they're on right now, Tracy, as we record this, as we do this, 13 I mean, They are on a run. thirteen of 15, and they are starting to have that same swagger that they did a few years ago, where, where regardless of the situation, you have the confidence that they're going to win. I mean, that, that comeback against St. Louis when they're down 6-0. Um, and they, won, and they, they find, you know So those are the moments that a team like this can build upon, and I think that really helped it. But Utah on something that I, I think is so massive, and people kind of talk, talk, people talk about it, but. They played 162 games a year ago, like as if it was the playoffs because it was the Giants and they really wanted to win that th- division. So mm-hmm. right up until the 162nd game of the season, they really played their hearts out. They they did not win the division. Then they go to this win or go home, uh, you know, tough game against St. Louis, win that. Then five game series, win or go home. Fifth game in San Francisco. I mean, by the time they went up against Atlanta, they were drained. They didn't have anything yeah. left. I really believe, and again, we'll see how they. But if they can win the division comfortably, again, nine and a half game lead. Now, if they can build upon that, not struggle with that, not have to be in a win or go home play-in, you know, game. um That that is not a small thing. That is a massive thing for them. I do think that they make a trade, but. There is this confidence with this group next man up. And I know it's cliche, Mm -hmm. but when you look at the way that this team has played and the help that they're going to get back, uh, they are in such a great position. And we knew going into the season how deep that they were, but it's really come into play. I mean, how big it's been and help is on the way. I I don't think that they have to make a a big splash. I don't think that they will. I think that there there will be a, a couple of small moves. But help is on the way, and I just love the way this team is playing now.
0: I I was thinking a few weeks ago, the, the comeback against St. Louis down 6-0 was incredible, and it did give that feeling of, like, we're never out of this, yeah. ne- ever, like, no matter what. But if they win the World Series, the game to me that changes everything is the Sunday night baseball game against the Braves a couple of weeks yeah. ago. They're down to their final strike. They're down to their final out. Gavin Lux comes up huge as he has all season. He's another one that maybe he wasn't snubbed, but I will say he is quietly, I mean, maybe not to Dodgers fans, but quietly putting together one heck of a season, probably pretty underrated in that lineup, but really having a great season thus far. But that was an incredible feat for them. And they also had struggled so much in extra inning games and they won that game on the road against Atlanta in a very emotional weekend there's there were a few distractions I thought it was all a little bit overblown but there were a few distractions in terms of you know Clayton Kershaw made the comment that he hoped they were not second fiddle I really don't think he meant anything by that I think he just meant like wow what a special place for Freddie Freeman he I hope he comes to love LA that much I didn't didn't really think it was a big deal but that became a thing so there were other things going on and they came back and won that game against Kenley Jansen you know that's he blew that save. And uh, I would just say to me, I looked at that game and I thought, you know what? If this team wins the World Series, personally, I'm pointing to that game. Not that it changed everything because this, there obviously had been a, quite a run. But that game to me was that confidence momentum of like we are really never out of
1: it. But Tracy, you're 100% right. There are certain moments, and I know it's a long season, and fans often say they should shorten the season, but there are seminal moments that you remember where you go into the postseason with confidence. And again, despite Playing 162 games, it's usually a handful of games, and it doesn't have to be towards the the, the, um, end of the season. It could be June, July, and, and you just have those moments that give you that confidence that no matter the situation, whether it's the 11th inning, whether we're down six nothing in the seventh, we can come back and win. And so again. This was a tight group. Those moments really make them a tighter group. And again, I hate to knock the media because we're a part of the media. The way the Freddie Freeman situation was handled, I thought was an absolute joke, absolute embarrassment. Uh, he's one of the nicest guys, I think, in the league. You know, why certain reporters have to treat this as something more, I don't know, but that, that that's their prerogative. Uh, mm-hmm. But again, like even something like that, brings the clubhouse closer together, tighter together. And there was that scene recently um, where Mookie and Freddie are talking and they're joking and everyone's saying like, what are they talking about? Like, like it doesn't really matter, but this is a tight knit group. And that moment showed it. Those comebacks showed it. Uh, I love this team.
0: I do too. I love this team too. Several years ago during the playoffs, there was a marketing thing that they did This team, and I kind of laughed at it because I was like, What's this team? What like (laughs) this team, or is it this team? Or like, and there were times for that playoffs that I did think this team, this like, there were a variety of emotions, but I actually think for this year it would be this team, and I agree with you, I love this team, and that is going to bring me to what is going to close out the pod as it always does on Fridays, (laughs) Cody Corner. Because although I was at so I was at the, this event last night and there was a bingo card to kind of network and get to know other women in baseball better and women in sports better. And you could put your name, like have uh, attended a Dodger game, I'm a Dodger supporter, et cetera. And someone said to me, my friend was like, there needs to be a box for, especially for you that says Cody Bellinger's biggest fan. <laughs> and I was like, yep, because we are, I'm gonna, I'm sticking by him till the, the very end. But when we talk about them, being down and you talk about this team and the specialness of this team i have to say and we saw it in game five of the nlds last year against the giants this team in the playoffs when they need a clutch guy i want cody Bellinger up there maybe i'm alone but i want belly
1: Uh, by the way no doubt about that I, i will give you a little fun story i saw jeannie bus at a game recently and she was wearing Cody Bellinger Jersey. So everyone loves, everyone loves Cody. Uh, listen, no doubt about that. When you've done what he's done in his career, uh, you know, most valuable player a couple of years ago, but just having those big moments, 2018 championship series, most valuable player, those things matter. And I, like I think people forget that during a course of a season, when you get into the postseason, when you get to October, uh, things change. And so C- Cody is a guy that I, I certainly want. I, I, regardless of the struggles, he is such a glue guy. He is such a like integral part of this team. But more so, as you touched on, Tracy, come postseason time, no problem with Cody. Big moments, big times for this team in October. That's the guy that I want
0: one hundred percent I'm so excited for the uh, bobblehead night next week yes. which commemorates that that game-winning hit against the Giants and it is kind of funny when I'm at the stadium I mean everyone around me laughs because he doesn't swing at a bad pitch so I always yell good, <laughs> good eye Cody good eye it's like is this little league I'm like it is important to be supportive yes. so I always yell that out but the thing I do notice when he comes up to bat like I kind of feel like everyone really does want him to do well. Yeah. Like there is something in the stadium, like the belly chance happens. I, I hear people around me going, come on belly. Like, I do think there's something about him and he's a very likable guy. So, you know, I do think there is something about him. And, um, a few weeks ago when I was at the, the Dodger foundation event, he and Cody were, I mean, he and Mookie were sitting next to each other and I love them all, but they're, they're my two favorites, but I do love them all. Uh, but I have a jacket. That is was a personalized jacket and it's got like 2020 world series it's all glitter dodgers and i got a 50 on one side and a 35 (laughs) on another and i came over to them and i was like hey um and i normally really don't do this because i am a reporter but i just these are my like two favorite athletes ever and and i and i don't cover the dodgers i'm just a fan and i was like hey guys like i'm you know you guys are my two favorite players i have this jacket and both of them were like that is so cool. And Cody was like, did you make that? And I was like, I did not. But someone else made it. And he's like, that is so cool. And they're like, let's take a photo. And they were so awesome. And it just kind of goes to what we were talking about. Like there is something special about this team. And I'm sure that's true in teams throughout the league. But to me, that just feels like there's something special. And I think it also goes to the specialness of baseball, that you still have that feeling of there's something about it where you just kind of feel like you're all in it together. And I don't tend to be a Wii fan because I don't play for the team. But there is something about baseball where I feel like everybody, like, I don't know, comes together and you do feel like you're a part of it. And maybe it is because it's 162 games and you do feel like you see these guys every day. But that's
1: the cool part. And Tracy, I will tell you that two of your favorite players or your top two favorite players are genuinely two of the nicest guys. And sometimes that doesn't happen. Sometimes your favorite player is not a nice guy. And you're like, well, listen, I will try to separate the two, but you don't, (laughs) you don't have to do that, which is a beautiful thing. And one more thing. I I do think that this team has a chip on their shoulder. I think that they're very proud of the championship that they won and they should be. It was a, it's a really tough championship. You know, when you go through a postseason like that, we all knew by the way that, that the Dodgers were going to win the division that they were the, the best team so I personally didn't think that they had to play 110 more games to prove that but that's besides the point I do think that they feel the need to win at least one more to prove hey listen we were the best team we are the best team
0: 100 so hopefully you will be coming back on this pod yes. where we talk about the Dodgers World Series with yes. Rosh. thank you so much for joining me this was a lot of fun
1: my pleasure thank you so much for having me
0: Please tell everybody where they can find you.
1: At Arash Markazi. Um, my uh, show is on uh, 1090 here in Southern California, The Fan in Las Vegas. And we're on in Hawaii. And by the way, those three markets, all big Dodger markets. They love the Dodgers in all, th- th- all, in all three places. <laughs>
0: oh, well, then they'll be very excited. Exactly. <laughs> this one too. fantastic.
1: Exactly. You,
0: you guys, we are brought to you by FIVO. We are brought to you by Bet Online. If you like what you heard, and I know you did, Please make sure to leave us a five star review. Follow us on Instagram at Fangirl Sports Network, and I'll talk to everybody next week. Bye all.